following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Motor City Monday on the Huge Show, presented by Ziggler Racing. Later inside this broadcast, Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan. He'll be in the black and gold number 77 car Sunday in the Daytona 500, representing Ziggler Racing out of Portage. We'll hear from Carson, Aaron Ziggler, the voice of NASCAR, Jeff Striegel, will join me for a huge interview to end this broadcast. And then we'll talk about those Motor City kitties. I think the Lions are better than both the Niners and the Chiefs, and that was their Lombardi trophy for the taking. Take that, Taylor Swift. Your opinions and mine during this Motor City Monday, presented by Ziggler Racing on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile. You know, I'm sitting there. You know, I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, could you have imagined if that was the Lions at the end and winning last night? Kids wouldn't be in school. Businesses would, would have been closed today. Oh, man. Maybe next year in New Orleans. Odds makers have the Lions as the fifth favorite to win the Super Bowl in 2025. Second favorite out of the NFC. So you have the Niners at one as the favorite. Lions at five. I'm going to tell you, we had the goal of Winning the NFC North, getting a home playoff game, and winning one for the first time. The goal is now get the NFC Championship game in Detroit if you want to go to the Super Bowl. Unfinished, hashtag unfinished business. That's what they need to do. We also threw out our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day that you can answer. Was that the Lions Lombardi trophy that the Chiefs got last night? You tell me when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan bank with locations all across Michigan. They're based in Michigan, and they have local Michigan-based decision makers. Let's go talk about the end of the NFL season, Super Bowl, Lions off season. Lions now a member of the elite. In the NFL, look at those odds on winning the Super Bowl a year from now. Lions are number five. 
Everything the Lions fans have wanted outside of getting to a Super Bowl and winning it has happened to this franchise under Sheila Hamp, Brad Holmes, and Campbell, and Goff. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider. You can follow Pride of Detroit, Facebook, Twitter, online. He is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How are you, man? Doing good. You know, as we kind of get through, hey, it's the end of the season now, the pain of the Lions leading the Niners at halftime. Then I'm watching the first half of that game yesterday, Jeremy, and I don't know about you, but I'm saying to myself, you know what? If the Lions just would have held on, uh, this might be a late fourth quarter game against the Chiefs, a team they've already beaten to start the season. Granted, their defense was much improved, but that Lombardi was there for the take and this year. It really was. Yeah, it didn't seem like there was really a, a quote-unquote dominant team this, this year, except for maybe the Ravens, but obviously they didn't even make it there. Um, and yeah, I mean... You can never quite transfer, you know, a game that was previous play, previously played and assume it would play out the exact same way or, or close. But, um, yeah, both those teams were, were pretty sloppy in the first half, and maybe that was just rust from having a couple weeks off. Or, or maybe, you know, I, I think we also tend to look at, like, sloppy play um, only on the offensive side of the ball. And so I, I think it was actually a pretty solid defensive uh, first half from both teams. But, but yeah, it, w- it would be silly not to say that the Lions were in the same category as both teams that played on Sunday night. And so, yeah, especially early on, it, it, it did. I, I think I think you saw a lot of Lions fans reacting online to maybe it, it being even more painful, realizing that they would have had a real shot to not only be in the Super Bowl, but, but contend and actually win it. Yeah, that was my point about it. Yeah, I know they lost to the Niners, and but my post was they could have beaten either one of those teams. Not and they're close, and that game was still close, even with all their mistakes uh, in the last 20 minutes of that San Francisco game. I said just before I came to you in my opening huge opinion this hour, Jeremy, that, okay, you had a goal this year of the first playoff game ever at Ford Field, win a home playoff game. Now let's get the NFC Championship game at Ford Field. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is definitely the next goal, right? Um, you look at the NFC, and it doesn't look like necessarily – it. There's, there is going to be another behemoth. You know, teams are going to get better, and, and there are going to be some up-and-coming teams. The Packers are probably only going to get better from where they were this year. Maybe the Bears work their way into the conversation a little bit, depending on what they do with all their crazy off-season resources. But, um, you know, we, the 49ers are, are kind of an aging team. They, they still should be good, considering, you know, they have a quarterback on a on a rookie deal, a very cheap rookie deal. But, um you know, they don't have a ton of off-season resources. And, you know, maybe the Rams are, are back in it too, but they're also a team that kind of has a lot of old players as well. So the Lions are, are definitely in a good position to, to not only build on what they're, they built this, this year, but considering the, the surrounding people around them, the surrounding teams around them, there's, there's really no reason to believe they can't go to at least where they were this year. And um, that means contending for the one seed. I agree. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Follow Pride of Detroit, Twitter, Facebook, online, and joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. What's the most important thing that needs to happen in this offseason for the Lions to be that contender, to be the best team in the NFC? Well, not contender, to go be the best team in the NFC. 
Hmm. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple of things. If I had to pick one, it's, it's definitely improved the outside corner position. I mean, I think you look at a team like the chiefs last night, they part of the reason they were so good um, was, well, it was twofold. Like they were able to get pressure sending four players um, instead of, you know, having to blitz a lot, although they did blitz a lot. And I think part of the reason they were able to blitz a lot was because they trusted their outside corners to win their one-on-ones. Lions couldn't do that <laughs> when they blitzed. And, and sometimes it was effective for Detroit, but a lot of times if, you know, the quarterback sidestep pressure for a second, the play was over because they knew their, their receivers were going to beat the Lions in one-on-one. And, um, you know, when, when the Lions eventually get to the stage of the Super Bowl, they are going to need to play defense in, in the passing game. They're, they're just going to need improve miles beyond what they were this year. And so, I think the first step there is, is getting a lockdown corner, and that's not an easy thing to find, um, but it's something that this team really needs to do because they've really been lacking one since Darius Slay was shipped out of town. Final thought here. Uh, when do you think they'll get a golf deal done? I would assume before free agency, right? Maybe. Um, there, there's like a soft deadline there with a, a roster bonus that is due. It, it's only like $5 million, which – you know, it sounds like a lot, but in terms of like the salary cap, it's not that much. So, you know, they could get one done then. The issue is we don't really know what Brad Holmes's kind of, um, you know, process is at this point. He, he's done some extensions in the middle of the season. He's done some towards the end, of, towards the end of training camp. He's done some before training camp. He's done some, you know, right around now. And so um, I think it would make most sense to get out of the way, but, I don't think they're necessarily going to hurry it. Um, you know, I, I, I don't suspect there's going to be a lot of pushback on either side, but this is obviously an important deal for the Lions. They, they, they don't necessarily want to pay too much or tie themselves down for too long with golf, but they obviously also really, really believe in him. And we all know that golf is, is very happy with where he's at. He knows he's appreciated here in Detroit, like he never was in Los Angeles. So you have to imagine that, it won't take too long, but I guess it's, it's just a question of when Brad wants to get done. And, and we just kind of don't really have an idea of where that is considering he's never really given out this significant of an extension to anybody yet. So, yeah, I mean, it could happen. I, I'd love for it to happen early in the off season just to kind of get it out of the way and not have to talk about it all off season. But um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, a, a lot of times these deals, deals get done around training camp and it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if they just wait until then too. Always good stuff. Uh, Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Follow Pride of Detroit, Facebook, Twitter, and online. My man, uh, enjoy a little bit of the offseason, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. All right, Jeremy Reisman checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Now, speaking of the Lions, how would you like to win Lions? Great Lomas Browns golf cart courtesy of Impact Power Sports. Now they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer they service the entire state and a lot of people are hitting up drew and the crew for these custom golf carts anything you want on it any color you can have your own lions michigan michigan state golf cart whatever talk to drew and the crew at impact power sports 14 mile road in rockford they offer all the big boy and big girl power toys and more and they do those custom carts on site so find impact power sports you can Google it, uh, Facebook, and also go see Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Maybe you can get that Yamaha golf cart turned into your own custom Lions Michigan Michigan State golf cart. They're on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR, and they do service the entire state of Michigan, and they're Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer. 
From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's promo code HUGE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Pistons continued their West Coast swing on Saturday as they were in L.A. to pay a visit to the Clippers. After winning the first two games out of the six-game road trip, Detroit lost 112-106 to the Clips. Jalen Duren finished with 10 points and 18 rebounds. Asar Thompson went 10-8-5-2. Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey combined for four. 45, while Detroit got nice contributions from some of the new guys, especially defensively with Troy Brown Jr. and Simone Fontecchio putting up 20 points and 9 rebounds. A massive disparity in free throw attempts makes one raise their eyebrows as L.A. shot 26 to Detroit's lone 7 attempts from the free throw line. Up next, LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers. It'll be tomorrow night, tip-off at 10.30 on Valley Sports Detroit. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Let's go, gotta go, everyone. Time for fun. Sail, cruise, key, relax. Everyone's making tracks. Boat show, gotta go, everyone. In the sun, come on down, get it done. Just add water for some fun. Michigan's most spectacular boat show cruises into the Boss Place. It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show, coming February 14th through 18th. Get that boat and get that deal. Check out over 400 boats. Spacious new family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, center consoles, and deluxe pontoons. Great Lakes cruises and motor yachts to 40 feet. For a complete boat line listing and to plan your visit, go to grboatshow.com. Also, Tommy's Wake and Surf Shop. Plus, bring the family to see Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Register to win an HO Sports Hawaii an island inflatable dock. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It is a Motor City Monday presented by Ziggler Racing. They're getting set. To have Carson Hosevar in the black and yellow. Sweet looking ride, number 77. Sunday at Daytona. Jeff Striegel, the voice of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Also part of the Berlin Raceway crew. One of our NASCAR insiders. He'll join us later with Carson and Aaron Ziegler. Who heads up the Ziegler Auto Group and also Ziegler Racing. Wanted to get Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Get his thoughts on the Super Bowl yesterday. How you doing, Rizzy? It's good to be talking with you, Bill. Thanks for having me on. 
Uh, when you're watching that game, especially the first half, it was hard not to think how that game could have been the Lions if they just would have held on to beat the Niners. Seriously. Oh, absolutely. And uh, a couple of people have said it nationally, you know, the Lions were the best team that either of those teams played uh, this year. Wow. And it's hard, hard to think, you know, that, you know, the Lions opened the season by winning in Kansas City. They did things defensively that the 49ers couldn't do defensively to the, the Chiefs. Think about that for a second. And then, you know, they, they had the game against the 49ers and it just didn't fall their way. But that, that's frustrating. I'm, I'm hopeful, that, and I think I'm fairly confident that the Lions see it this way. They know that they could be there, and they know that they have to do a little bit more to get there. The focus on you know attention to detail and things like that, but uh, they got a real shot at making it. And uh, if they make it, we saw last night they can beat either of those teams if they're if they're playing well. And let's hope that's what happens. You know, I started the show with my opening huge opinion. I included that odds makers have the Lions as the fifth favorite to win the Super Bowl in New Orleans a little less than a year from now. Second favorite in the NFC. Just think about that for a moment. Out of 32 NFL teams, that the Lions now are residing in the penthouse of the league. They really are, and they belong there. I mean, they they did lose in the NFC Championship game. They won two playoff games this year. They are legit. They're not going to lose terribly much from the roster. They they have some work to do, but it's not like they're losing any key players. You know, they, they can't be replaced by by people that they can potentially bring in. So. Yeah, it's it's right to be confident in them. It's okay. We, you know, as Lions fans, you know this huge. We're jaded. We're we're used to. Oh my God, what's going to happen now? That's going to make everything fall apart. I don't think many of us feel that way at all this year, and rightfully so because this this is a good football team. They are a legitimate contender to be next year's NFC champ, and uh, they, they should be viewed that way by everybody, including us in Lions fans. And it's weird. You know, we've talked about this before. I do think that the people around here are a little bit more apprehensive about the team's success than people nation- nationally are, um, and that's you know that's that's a function of being beaten down for so long. But uh, coming out the other side, man, and uh, it's a great place to be. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire Draft Wire. You can follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Before I let you go, uh, what was the best thing about that Super Bowl, and what was the first, including? commercials uh so i i was i liked the mullet ad for kawasaki uh, that was probably my favorite ad um i was repelled horribly so twister is one of my favorite movies of all time and the fact that they've remade it and called it twisters that really bothered me um and, and i was i was not looking forward to that and then, uh, i had a lot of people that reacted to that because they know that's one of my favorite movies so uh, that was frustrating but, uh, yeah, um, the, the, the cool thing for me about the Super Bowl was that Kyle Shanahan made a lot of the mistakes that a lot of us thought that Dan Campbell made, um, and it, he paid for it, too. So, you know, it's not just Dan Campbell that's making these, these mistakes in the coaching. I think we, we have a pretty good picture that, you know, he's a good coach, and we should trust in what he does because uh, it, it's making him successful. And that's, you know, I, I, the other thing, well, again, we talked about it, the Lions can win these games. They're there. They are ready. Um, they just have to go and do it now. Yeah, like I said, no, fifth uh, best odds to win the Super Bowl a year from now puts them in the top five in the NFL in the penthouse, and we'll see what happens. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online. Joining us, I think he had. I think he had another interview. 
we, we got dialed. I think he just had to go. Probably had another interview coming in. He dialed toned us. But I love him. He's Rizzy. We're cool. Let's go to John and Holt listening on the game, 730 a.m. You're on the huge show across Michigan. Hey, huge. Two things. I think the Lions definitely could have beat either team uh, after watching them play San Francisco. And they also they already beat Kansas City. So I know they didn't have Kelsey or Jones, but still, I think the Lions could have won that game. And I have one question for you about Michigan State basketball. Is this a tournament team, or should I be worried that they're not going to make the tournament this year? Uh, I think they're a tournament team. Uh, it was a big win over Illinois. Michigan, after their best win of the year against Wisconsin, goes to Nebraska, and they're down 43-14, and Nebraska goes in the cruise control. They're just a mess with Juwan Howard. There is no reason for that guy to coach the team after this year. Izzo squad, huge win against Illinois. I think they're a tournament team. Are they an 8, 9, 10, 11? You know, winning a couple of games in the Big Ten tournament could help them. Still some work to do, but I think Izzo will get the squad to the NCAA tournament. I thought Wisconsin was overrated. Same thing with Illinois. You know, if you ask me right now, looking at the Big Ten, that obviously Purdue can be a one seed in Purdue with the size, shooting, defense. I like Painter as a coach, even though he hasn't showed up a lot in the tournament. I think they could win it. They really could. I look at college basketball. Sure, Kansas is all over the place. I, I think they could win it. Purdue could. Who, who's the next team in the Big Ten that could have the deepest tourney run? You know, it could be Izzo. Hey, when, when you get your seniors – like happened in the Illinois game. When, when, when you get A.J. Hoggard, Hall, and Walker all show up and you're plus 60 on points, you're not going to lose a game with Izzo. You're not. But it's when those guys don't show up, they don't have the true scores on the young side of that team. They don't have the pick-me-up guys. The one thing I've always been surprised about Izzo the last couple of years, he always had a sharpshooter, even though Foster Lawyer transferred a guy who could knock down six threes in a game, five, right? Your team's struggling, boom, boom, boom. They're going to leave him open. Lawyer's height, big 10, big tall wings. Didn't give him a lot of opportunity to shoot like he did at Davidson when he transferred. But just have a shooter off the bench. Kid comes in, somebody 6'3", six, 6'4", six, that can just fill it. You know, McQuaid would do that. Neitzel was legendary, right? Just a shooter. When it's all said and done, they might end up, they're not going to end up in second place, but they might be the second best team in the NCAA tournament. Why? Because you're going to get neutral sites. On the road in the Big Ten, it's tough. How about that Caitlin Clark? Hottest thing in college basketball right now, and she's a woman, which is cool. No one, she's just exciting to watch. She's like the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. It's like old school. People are lining up for six hours to watch her play. Little girls who play hoops are all going to watch her. Just like this Pro Volleyball Federation, the Grand Rapids Rise. All those girls who have played volleyball in their lives never had pros to look up to outside of beach volleyball and maybe the Olympics in, in volleyball once in a while, right? Or college teams where you go watch Michigan State or you know, you go to you know, Michigan watch a match. But I'm talking about stars. And Caitlin Clark, anybody would want their son or daughter to follow her. She is a baller. And they got beat by Nebraska. She is must-see TV. Right now in basketball, I'll watch Steph Curry any day of the week. 
I'll watch Luca. NBA's uh, that that's a very slippery slope with that league right now. It is. There aren't a, you watch a lot of teams that play like they don't care. They're getting paid. They're gonna gun it. It's gonna be 157, 150, whoopty. But Caitlin Clark is great. You know, I'm all for the evolution of sports to grow into something bigger than men, which some sports are, right? You know, Pat Summit at Tennessee built up Tennessee basketball. Same thing with Geno at Connecticut. It was bigger than a lot of men's D1 programs. Nobody cares. I think the media, or when it becomes divisiveness in the public eye, they'll say, oh, there's sides here. No, Caitlin Clark, anybody would want to watch her play. Anybody. It's like Cheryl Miller back in the day. Cheryl swoops, even though she was trying to diss Caitlin Clark on that. Well, she didn't have the year. I'm like, come on, back off that. You know, different areas, you start that argument too. But Clark is just a baller. I'm talking about you, you can't turn the TV off when you're watching her. That was magic. That was Michael. That was. There's never been a female player, basketball player, that if I came across a game, I would watch it until she's out of the game or it's a blowout and they're putting their subs in. Absolutely amazing. Speaking of female sports versus male sports, Riley Gaines, who's very outspoken, talked about Cam Schreiner's time in the 200 meters makes him the third fastest D3 collegiate runner in the nation in the women's category. Goes by Sadie. Riley writes, for perspective, his time ranks him 1,619th in his rightful category of the men's division. Third in women, 1,619 in men. And as I tweeted out, with my huge opinion, there's no discrimination when the opportunity is there for any gender to compete in the sport, in the category that identifies with their gender at birth. You're not denying anybody the opportunity to play sports when you're saying you're born a woman, you can play female sports. And at times, some females play men when they're not offered. And I get that argument. I used to bring it up about boys volleyball, girls volleyball 20 years ago. But there is no reason for someone born a male to compete against women and dominate them in track and field or swimming or rugby or soccer. They are taking the spot of a young girl, a young woman, or a grown woman and denying her an opportunity. If you want to bring that discrimination card and play it, then think about who's being left out because of the way somebody identifies. Follow the Michigan High School Athletic Association rules case by case. Doctors look at testosterone levels and they decide case by case if someone born a man can play on the women's side. I don't know how someone born a man can go enjoy just whipping up on women in sports. 
No discrimination. Everybody has a right to play, but play in terms of the gender you were born into. That's my huge opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the sharp-dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here from The Huge Show. It is Daytona week, which is the Super Bowl of Auto Racing week. And we have a very special roundtable right now. We're going to bring to you here on The Huge Show across Michigan. Jeff Striegel is the radio voice of NASCAR for the Motor Racing Network. Uh, he also is a GM at Berlin Raceway on the west side of the state, one of the top short tracks in America. Uh, we're going to welcome in Aaron Ziegler from Ziegler Racing and the Ziegler Auto Group. He has a lot of passion uh, for racing, and I was down at Ziegler Power Sports uh, late 2023, and they made a stunning announcement uh, that one of our own from West Michigan, Carson Hosevar, who is one of the uh, up-and-comers uh, in auto racing, now is joining uh, Ziegler uh, Racing. And, uh, Jeff, you have a long track record with Carson. Uh, Ziegler has an unbelievable reputation when it comes to racing 
and their auto group. Uh, let's talk about uh, Aaron Carson and your connection. Yeah, you know, Bill, I think the thing that we want to remind everybody on is the fact that Aaron is not new to this at all, uh, not new to the NASCAR side of it. And Aaron, I'd kind of like to start with you in the fact that, again, uh, being involved in NASCAR, not new to you, but obviously the opportunity presented itself so that you could partner with Carson Hosebar. How big is that to partner with the rising star and realistically the kid that grew up just down the street from you? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's like a match made in heaven. Um, you know, we've been involved in NASCAR. We love racing. We love the competitive side of it. And obviously, you know, living in Kalamazoo, I've I've seen uh, Carson's name out there a lot and seen him winning races coming up through uh, through the ranks on his career. And uh, when we met last summer, it was at uh, MIS, and uh, realized that there was an opportunity that uh, that we could sign him and be one of his primary sponsors for this year. Um, it was just an absolute uh, perfect fit. And, you know, Carson exemplifies so many of, of the team values that the Ziegler, Ziegler team exemplifies uh, out there. And, and when I met him, I just I knew he was somebody that I wanted to represent our brand. And I wanted to uh, do everything I could do to help Carson win races. And all of that is going to happen this week. Let's remind everybody that Carson Hosevar, the kid that grew up in Portage, Michigan, will be racing on Sunday in the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. And Carson, I read something in an interview that you did a week ago, and you said, I'm not ready to start thinking about the 500 yet. I'm just trying to absorb everything that's going on. Now here we are. It is, in fact, race weekend. You'll be heading off to Daytona here soon. Is it starting to get home, uh, hit home? What's the mindset now, Carson, as you get ready to head to Florida? Uh, really, the mindset, Jeff, is, is it's just business as usual uh, a little bit. Um, we get the, the duels, which is going to be huge, right? Uh, you, you get a race before the race, which is huge um, for, for us and our team. Uh, just to kind of gel, get everything, um, you know, do a live pit stop, you know, just really go through the motions, you know, figure out what strategy, um, you know, we're not a key partner with Chevrolet, but we're, we're really close um, or as close as you can get. Right. So it's just figuring out who we work with the best um, you know, and, and just fine tuning everything when it comes 500 time, um, which is big. It, it allows us to kind of relax a little bit, not be, um, not have a lot of nerves, not really get too anxious because, um, you know, we have just a, a quick little one, 150, 150 mile shootout before the 500, before you start getting worried about it. And, um, yeah, I know the guys here and a perfect opportunity with the Ziegler auto group and, uh, and Spire, they're both growing so much and, uh, gotten the chance to meet Aaron last year, but also meet, um, you know, so many of his employees and they've really, embraced me into their family and it's been a lot of fun and enjoyable and uh all of them love racing which is is huge that you can talk that and talk that lingo and uh just excited to get down to daytona with friends and family and um you know just en en enjoy having a race suit on and knowing that i was a fan here not too long ago and let's put some of those puzzle pieces together. You talk about Spire. That is the Spire Motorsports Chevrolet, the number 77. And that's where we're going to see Ziegler Auto Group on the side of that car coming up this week. This week includes Wednesday, Carson qualifying. You mentioned the duel, the duel at Daytona. That takes place on Thursday. And then Sunday is, in fact, the Daytona 500. What is 
the realistic expectation that you have, Carson, set for yourself? What's going to make for a successful week down in Daytona? Uh, well, Spire's growing, right? But I think they're they're strong suit of the game before they get all these resources and technology and uh, this big building and and a hundred and. 30 plus almost employees, uh, you know, their super speedway program was really good. Um, you know, I don't expect us to be excited about our qualifying effort, but, um, they race super good. Um, you know, Jeff Dickerson had to, had to stop all of us. We're all, we're all wanted to try and go for the pole and, you know, qualify really good. And, um, you know, he, he kind of walked in to all of us and said, Hey, like you guys have, led laps and like this is like how we've been talked about and and been even relevant in the last year or two why don't we stay close to home and and stick to what we're good at and just improve on it a little bit rather than reinvent the wheel so um you know i'm i think everybody's really confident in this building um but before all our advances so we feel really good about it now but um just just really you know if we could just execute not make any mistakes uh you you're kind of lucky to draw where you are when a big one happens or when chaos uh, unravels. But if we could just, you know, not speed on pit road, not lose the draft from um, taking too much fuel or getting off cycle at all, uh, you know, we'll have a shot at the end, you know, as long as we got four fenders, four wheels and, and a motor that still screams. How big is it to have Ziegler auto group on the side of your Chevrolet? Uh, It's so huge. Um, You know, it, it, I've seen, you know, like Aaron has said, he's, he's seen my name. Well, I've sure has seen more of his name than anything. You know, you go down the street, you know, I got my haircut five minutes from one of his locations where we did the announcement, um, which is super cool. And uh, I've had buddies during COVID times where they worked at his motorsports, um, you know, right there. Um, you know, I've had friends and family work for him, which is super cool that, um, you know, it's really tying in all together. All my friends are pumped up now because they, uh, you know, they feel, uh, you know, a part of the team, which is, you know, something Aaron and his team have really represented. You know, it's just one big family. You know, I've been to appearances. I've been to sponsor deals where, you know, where you announce it and everybody's asking you the question, well, you know, how fast does the car go? Or, you know, if you hit 200 plus mile an hour, um, but at, at his Christmas party, I instantly knew he's got a special group there. You know, every single person came up asking racing questions and they're race fans and they get it. And, you know, they're asking, you know, I, I think the lo- least conversation I had was five, 10 minutes with somebody. And it was just because he wanted to take a picture with it because he was so excited. So, it, you know, they they really care. They're really invested. They're race fans at heart, um, which obviously you know, it works well and it's a perfect relationship. Um, but they also are, are winners and we hope to run really well with them. You know, they, they, they win for sure on the business side of it. And that allows them to, to keep growing with all their locations and, you know, they're expanding and, uh, you know, it's perfect fit because Spire's doing that. And I hope to do the same as, as myself. All right. So that's the thoughts of the guy that's going to drive that Chevrolet for Spire Motorsports with Ziegler Auto Group on the side and the Daytona 500 coming up this weekend. Aaron, same question to you as the president of Ziegler Auto Group. How big is this opportunity going into just it will just bring it down to this week alone. It is, in fact, Aaron, as you know, the Daytona 500. 
Yeah, you know, in the NASCAR world, the Daytona 500 is as big as it gets. And the, the excitement and the energy at that race is just insane when you're there. Like, you walk into the track and the hair on the back of your neck stands up. And, you know, you, you look at, um, we're one of three primary sponsors that Carson's got this year, along with Premier Security and Gamebridge. And those are two other companies that are growing in leaps and bounds right now. And, you know, it was just six or seven years ago that we hit a billion dollars in sales. Now all of a sudden we're two and a half billion. Well, Spider's doing the same thing. When I first sponsored Spider, I think they had about 15 employees. And these guys now are becoming a powerhouse out there. And I think they're going to surprise uh, a lot of people. And you see the success that Carson had last year, not only in the truck series, but um, when, when he got to fill in in Corey's car last year, you know, he took a car that was probably a 25th best car and he was passing guys left and right until the car blew up. And it, it shows what a talent that um, that he is. So I really think it's a perfect fit between the three primary sponsors he got that are growing, Sp- Spire that's growing in leap and bounds and, and you know, Carson that, um, you know, at 21 years old, he's wise beyond his years. When you, you talk to him and you think about um, how he thinks about going into a race and, and how analytical he is, but on the flip side, how aggressive he is. I had a, I had a reporter ask me uh, at our announcement, they said, you know, Carson's a pretty aggressive guy. Does that worry you? And I said, you know, in, in, in this world, there's two problems in, in this world. Most people don't think big enough and they're not aggressive enough. And I said, us as an organization, we're never going to make that mistake. So I want an aggressive guy uh, in the car. And that's why I think Carson's, you know, another, another reason he's an absolute perfect fit for, uh, for us and for Spire. Jeff Striegel is the voice of NASCAR on the radio for the Motor Racing Network, also GM out at Berlin Raceway in Marne on the west side of Michigan, one of the great short tracks in this country. Uh, Aaron Ziegler, uh, he heads up uh, the Ziegler Auto Group and also uh, Ziegler Racing and Carson Hosevar. We've had a couple of opportunities, Jeff, to talk with him out of Berlin. Truly on and off the track, uh, a rising star that a year from now, maybe this year, five years from now, I guarantee You'll hear a lot more about Carson. Uh, Aaron, I want to ask you one question before we wrap this up. The impact of being a, a racing team owner on the automobile slash truck vehicle business, uh, there's a pretty good blueprint with other teams. What has Ziegler Racing done for the Ziegler Auto Group, not only here in West Michigan, the state of Michigan, but across the Midwest? You know, it's really helped grow our brand to be a national brand. You know, we started out based out of the Midwest in Lowell, Michigan. Um, You know, next year is going to be our 50-year anniversary. And this has really helped to to elevate us as as an organization from an exposure standpoint. It's helped to connect with our customers. Our customers are really excited about this. It's really helped to connect with our employees. As, As Carson said, we've got a lot of really knowledgeable employees that are are huge race fans. So we have 2,700 employees and they're all going to be rooting like crazy for them uh, this weekend. Um, And, and they just, they love it. And it's just, they love being a part of it. Um, And we love being a, being a part of it. Um, Even though it's a, you know, it's a small part of it. It's a lot of fun to do it. And then it also helps to grow the sport of racing uh, as well. And you, you learn so much in business through the racing world. And there's so many similarities between building a race team and building a, an automobile dealership uh, out there that we get a lot of, a lot of great synergies. Uh, fellas, a wonderful conversation and Carson, man, uh, I'm going to remember when, when I was out there with uh, Striegel at Berlin and you know, 10 years from now, when you're part of the Netflix NASCAR full speed <laughs> series. Okay. My friend, uh, good luck this weekend. It's a Super Bowl auto race and it's the only sport that begins 
with their biggest race of the year. And I agree with you, Aaron. I've been down there to two Daytona 500s. Jeff, probably the number goes beyond 20. Uh, it is one of the great fan and driver experiences, team owners uh, down the board. Uh, it should be a great weekend. Good luck, Carson. Jeff Striegel, uh, I always love talking auto racing with you. And Aaron, thanks for the partnership with The Huge Show. Yeah, happy to do it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, great to see you all. Great to talk and uh, looking forward to, to the good year. Big. Bad. Bad.